Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue, and I'm here with... Danielle from Brands by Braga. What's up? <laughs> we... <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? I don't know why I said that at all. <laughs> I like it. It feels very early aughts. What's up? <laughs> I've been feeling very New York today mm-hmm. because we had a whole argument at work because I said all I want is an Italian hero, and my boss was like, it's a hoagie. Oh, no. Like, no, it's not. So then my other supervisor is actually from Long Island, but he's been in Pennsylvania for a long time, so I was like, do you say hero or hoagie? And he's like, I've had to adapt the term hoagie because when he, he went to college in Pennsylvania, too, so people were making fun of him back then mm-hmm. for a while about it. So he, he has, but he's like, I don't like to say it. And I was like, I cannot say it. Like, it will never, not without no. effort and thought behind it. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, it's a sandwich. Some people call it a sub. Some people, what's another term for it? Grinder. I think that's a toasted version of it, though. I mean... So it's hoagie all is the term here. New York, we call it a hero. Yeah. No, There's I love... another word for it, but I it, I have to, like, it just, it's a hero. I work a at A delicious deli sandwich. Also. Like, that's yeah, what it all is. I want, all I want is an Italian, like, that's, Ugh. like, on my, like, moment after the baby is out, someone get me an Italian hero. Oh, that's so right. Like, you can't like, eat cold cuts. Nope. Nope. I've had, like, a bite here or there. Yeah. Fine. But I want to chow down on like a six inch from an Italian deli, like with all the fixins, the vinegar, the oregano, like I need it. Oh, like when they put like the lettuce, the onions, and then like a little bit of oregano on it oh. too. Oh, oh man. Adelify Deli, Nassau Boulevard, Garden City. Damn, that place knew how to do it. They had the best bread. They really... And there are places in Philly, like there are good, uh, Italians have made their way down to Philly and I've had, I know where I would get it from and they do a good hero. I have seen a lot of delis in Pennsylvania and I'm like, I wish that I could still eat bread. Yes. That's, that's that's really the problem is that like, and it's so funny that you say that because I have also been dying for a hero and I was just like, I've been thinking about them constantly. Someone's gotta have gluten-free bread for you. It's just not the same. Like, I feel like a real hero is that like great Italian bread that's like crusty, but then like kind of flaky and oh, so good. I know. Anyway, we hope we've made you hungry. Yes, I'm sorry. (laughs) Another weird thing, but I didn't learn this until... I went to school in Florida, so it's not even a Philly thing, was we were, like, ordering pizza. And I was like, yeah, you guys want to get some pies? And they were like, pies? I was like, yeah, pies. We're going to get a few pies. Yeah. And they, like, did not like that. I didn't realize that was, like, a New York way to say, like, pizza pie. Like, I was... But that's what it is. I know, but they said, they were, like, had no idea because I left out the word pizza. And they were like, I don't understand. And I was just like channeling my father of like, let's get some pies. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's get a pie. It's Friday. Get some pepperoni pies. Yeah. Have you been watching New- Real Housewives of New Jersey? The mozzarella. Mozzarella. Mo- which did not shock me the way they said that. That is incorrect. That's not how Italians say it, but that is certainly how New York and New Jersey and Staten Island people love to Mots, say it. Moots. Like, they, Mots. I just feel like. I have no idea how to spell or say mozzarella because everyone I, I know has always said phone. it. Like I write M O like T Z is like what Mots. I would write. Oh yeah. Mots. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mozzarella. Anyway, we are here with episode eight. <laughs> interesting is that it ended with a massive fight in episode seven, but that is not where we picked up. No. no. Which I found very interesting. It's like that just completely is like over. Bethany and Jill are done. And uh, the Kodak party is like a faint memory in this episode. In fact, Ramona remembers it completely like it was a non-thing, yep. <laughs> which is hilarious. But um, let's just dive in. I will say I liked this episode, but it was definitely a filler episode. Which is fine because we've had zero. One through seven have not been fillers. Yeah. So I'll give them that. And it's like it was still entertaining because we get a Jill story with her dog. Before we do that, though, oh. Sonia was added into the opening credits. Oh, yes, that's right. I have a taste for luxury, and luxury has a taste for me. That's her season one tagline. What a love. I wonder what made them bring her in halfway through. Like, was it contract negotiations? Like, to truly bring someone in halfway through, throw them in the opening credits? Like, I don't, does that normally I don't know. happen outside of this? I don't recall that. I feel like maybe in Beverly Hills, somebody was added that way. But it is really weird that all of a sudden we got Sonia. And it's, I, I don't, like, it wasn't like, oh, she was a friend of and then they decided to upgrade her. Because we don't see here, there's no whisper of who Sonia Morgan is until no. episode seven. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, that would be a question for Sonia, that I would have. <laughs> um, if I talk to her, she does tag me in things randomly sometimes. So Very maybe we can we can be like, "Why are you here? It's season three, episode seven. I know. Next time, I'll just DM her. I'll see if I get an answer. Be like, yeah. she could answer me. She has chatted before, so she's very active on social. Oh. Whether it's her or an intern, I don't know. And either way, I love her, and I'm glad she's here. But yes, it starts with Jill, who we're getting an in-home pet visit for Ginger, 
Which yeah. Is, what a luxury. Vet making house calls. And uh, Ginger poops once she finally stops hiding underneath the bed. And uh, it's everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, that's basically it is they find out that the dog was fine. Yeah. And what's <laughs> funny you said about it being a filler episode is I wrote the note and said, this is such, this is the first filler scene in weeks. Yes. Where I there agree. was like no storyline, just like a random little nope. in-home, interesting editing. Like, maybe they switched like showrunners halfway through and that's how they brought Sony in. Like, I'm so... I'm Something so was going on because it wasn't like the show didn't have good moments or wasn't Are interesting. You me? We just had so much happen before this: the Brooklyn Bridge, the fashion show. I wonder the, if Bethany threatened fighting. to leave after the baby. Like, maybe she was like, because episode seven also is like so tumultuous for her. Yeah, but it's, but then you would think Bethany would have said, "Oh, bring a friend in, not someone." Mm. She True. doesn't really know, which I realize they never really show the two of them kind of meeting for the first time. Sonia oh. and Bethany? Yeah. But they, it's obvious that they have met. I think I think it's pretty clear they've they, met. But it feels very much like they're more work friends than like, oh, we saw each other around town. Yeah. Speaking um, of Bethany, she goes to see Alex in the yes. next scene. To, she goes to the townhouse. Mm-hmm. And she's having some quiche and salad, and Bethany makes makes dressing. <laughs> I wrote the same thing. <laughs> but you know why I took note of it? Because that's like um, that's like a real friend move. Like it's the that's what I said wrote too. That? I wrote what an unconditional low maintenance friend. Yes, well, that is what Bethany refers to Alex as, and and I really write like over the next few episodes. I think their friendship is very underrated. I agree. Because you and I have been paying attention to their friendship since season one. Mm-hmm. And we've always said, like, there's something yeah. that the two of them get about each other. Mm-hmm. Whether it's that they're both younger, maybe, than the other women. But there's just, like, there's such something. a genuine give and take of, like, I feel this way. I hear you. You feel this way. That's, I hear you. Like, they really listen to one another in a nice way. And, like... I don't know. It's it's it is underrated, and I think it's a nice friendship. And we see that because Bethany tells Alex that she's engaged, and Alex is so genuinely happy for her. Yeah, there's no. I think that's the difference too. There's no competition there. Mm-hmm. Alex is successful on her own. She has no interest in the things Bethany's doing. Alex is married, so there's no man single competition. She has like. They don't have those things that she has contention with the other women on. Well, and also, I feel like Jill would immediately... Like, Alex does ask, like, do you have a date in mind? But you know Jill would have been like, where are you getting your dress? I know this. I know that. Like, she would have been extremely pushy on, like, moving that wedding forward. And I feel like in that moment, she just wanted somebody to be happy that she was engaged and Alex and also, gave her that. The date is like a very literally the night I got engaged. When are you going to do it? I don't know. I got engaged an hour ago. Yeah, it's just like the classic thing that I feel like people ask in that situation. Yeah. So what I said was so I couldn't believe there was no video footage to scroll mm-hmm. to, no photo. I'm like, it's very twenty, but I'm like, really? Did Jason have nothing set up? No photos of? Is very possible, but. It shocked me 
the best, like the, the camera wouldn't flash over to a photo, something. I'm so used to that. Because I even think that Jason really wanted this to be a personal moment between the two of them. Me too, but I'm just shocked there's no after photo. Because even if you want it between the two of you, there's people still take photos of these things. Like, you know, it wasn't everything for social media. So I'm surprised she wasn't, whatever it was, it just shocks me that there mm -hmm. was no footage flash to of this. And more in the sense that they weren't really doing that then either. Yeah, I agree. I think it wasn't the time. I don't think it was like something that they would immediately think of. Maybe Bethany would have, but he wouldn't. And um, I'm sure she wanted to save it also. Like, she could make money off of telling people that story. I know. You know? I did need to Google that, actually, now that you say that. Um, did she sell, like, specific engagement photos to people or something like that? She might have. I wouldn't might put have. it past her. And it's not always her, either. When you get to a certain level, people are in control of your image, and they decide what when and what you say and where because also, they're like this will make photos, you the most like i would sell my wedding photos in a heartbeat if anyone wanted them and was gonna pay like that to me this is like, <laughs> the easiest thing to like make money off of because you're not doing anything i feel like extra or that feels like impersonal to your day because you're already taking a million yeah. photos and you look your best so why would mm -hmm. i not want that photo to be everywhere of, of all the photos you could tell like i wouldn't tell my baby the wedding photos? Sure. <laughs> like the pregnant pause after I wouldn't sell my baby. There wasn't the word photos. photos. I, don't love <laughs> I was like, their, no their one thought you were selling baby. your baby, Daniel. No, we don't love when people sell photos of their babies. But yeah. the wedding is like, there's already a million photos from that day. True, makes sense. So to me, if it just feels less like of an invasive thing to share. It does sound like it was beautiful. It, there were candles and roses, which I always get very anxious. Like, I, I'm a candle head. I totally love candles. If you listen to Two Wick Minimum, I am one of the most listened to episodes on that podcast. Did we ever say what candle you bought on here? I don't know if we ever did. That I bought Karen Huger's Le Grand Dame candle. The Bohemian yes, Fire burns deep in my home. And Ray... We met Ray, and Ray yelled at Sue for not buying the four wick. She only bought the three wick. But then I told him, he was like, why didn't you get it? And I was just like, I can't take that kind of commitment. And he was like, what? And I was like, four wicks is like a long time to burn a candle. And like, I don't know if I can commit to staying in my home for that long at a period of time. And like... Ray, like, died laughing. He was just he like, was... that is the weirdest answer I've ever heard. And yeah, I was but, like, by the way, we're, pleasure we, to meet you. Sue and I went to the um, Karen Huger live show. Yes. I posted a video on my Instagram and it's on my TikTok. So if you want to recap of that. Because I don't think, I don't, did we I was fine. I was fine just letting people think that we are friends with Karen Huger. So <laughs> basically we are because... By miracle of all miracles, completely unplanned, we just bought seats. Yeah. Bought random seats, and our table was next to Ray. And that was, yeah. I feel like people I was not sitting back me, to like, back with Ray. It was pretty we amazing. We sat back to back. Like, we watched him get danced on by drag queens. Like, it, it was a whole thing. But the fact that we, I just picked random seats. Or you bought yeah. the seats. Yeah. We looked at it together. No, and Ray and I were, like, giving each other, like, looks and jokes in between stuff. It was fun. 
I I truly think that Ray and I could have a drink afterwards and have a great time. <laughs> I absolutely would hang out with Ray in a heartbeat. But anyway, but anyway, back, back to, to candles. Very, very I love candles. I'm total candle head. <laughs> but I will say when anyone like has a proposal and they like light a whole room with candles, which I've only seen in like sitcoms. I'm always immediately like, that looks like a domino effect of fire. Like, I just feel like it's like there's just too many candles when there's like just rows and rows of them. I'm like, somebody's going to burn themselves. It's like The Bachelor. I always think like also how long it takes to light all of those candles. I'm a very logistical person. So. Yeah. Like, um, the like, the lighting, like, do you light them all immediately at the same time so that they all have the same, like, drip? And, like, you have to get that, and then, like, you don't want tunneling, like, so you want thinner candles. Like, do you know when the person's coming and you time out the lighting of the candles? It's just, like, to me, I got very hung up on that. I was just like, and how were the roses? Was it petals? Or were there vases and vases of roses, which is way more expensive? Like... Yeah. I don't so. know. We'll hit up Jason and have to ask him. I'm sure it's something that he loves talking about. Absolutely. But the last thing is at this uh, at their little quiche and salad lunch, um, Bethany does not share that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And she tells us that she's keeping it a secret um, and that she wants it to be just her and Jason for now, which is understandable because I think at this point, how old is she? She's 40? 40. Um, and she's seven yeah. weeks along, which is very... Yeah, very I mean, at any age, you might not tell people that you're seven weeks along. And at 40, um, you are considered a geriatric pregnancy. Um, and that means that you're at higher risk. So I don't blame her on that choice at all. And I think it is uh, understandable. But she does want to tell everybody about the engagement at Kelly's event. I think she, I have a feeling part of it also is that she doesn't want the judgment of everyone saying you only got engaged because you're pregnant. I think that's definitely part of it. I think that's definitely part of it. I also forgot that Bethany's been engaged multiple times prior to that. She was a runaway bride. Yeah, Alex made some mention of that, which I, I did forget. I think that we got so, like, we found that out about Bethany, and we were like, wow, you've been engaged. I think she was engaged how many? Multiple times. I don't remember. But then we got Danielle Staub 19 times, and it was just like, what? Four times? No one cares. Mm-hmm. Um, but So then we go, and we have our first row and sew. Oh, it's so funny from the jump. Which I will be referring to them as Row and So. I don't know why I wrote it the way. I've never called them that. But Row and So lunch. And I like that, Row So. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> they have a cute little lunch, a little catch up. I love that Sonia walks in literally standing right next to Ramona and like the woman's like here's your table and she's like Ramona I didn't expect you to be here (laughs) and like she she's surprised to see her not only at the table already but not in a corner and then they start talking about how Sonia loves I mean Ramona loves corner tables and I thought it was cute that they knew that about each other and from there it's just a fun lunch where their rapport is exactly the way it is today, I feel like. Yeah, the only, to me, like, major thing is that Sonya gets annoyed because Kelly claims she's never met her. Oh, and yeah. And that, I, the thing with Sonia is that we see this years, over the years, 
she says things and you're like there's no way it's true and then you find out so much of it is true yeah because when she's like we would always go to st bart's and have parties on my boat and i would see kelly and like she wouldn't wave to me and you're just like she's just so but somehow she's so slyly but not pretentiously says a sentence such as we would have parties yeah. on my yacht in st bart's madonna and, you don't and john john yeah. yeah you don't hate her for it i don't know why She's just so endearing, and she looks the part of a woman that would say that. Yeah, but the thing is, like, if Luann said that, it would probably annoy me. That's but true. For some reason, when Sony says it, it doesn't. Yeah, you're not wrong. I I don't know what it because she just she says it so nonchalant, mm-hmm. where you it makes you question if it's even true versus Lou. You're just like, all right, I get it. You're the count, like. I, I don't I don't know what it is about Sonia's just lovable. She's always been probably one of the most lovable housewives. Like I've never felt she has a mean bone, like we're so or vindictive bone in the way that so oh God, many other yeah. housewives do. There's rare I don't know if there's anyone else like her. No, I don't think there's anyone that is like the straw that I feel stirs like the drink. Also, be made known she's like a top five housewife of all time for me. Oh. So as we discuss Sonia's, I have a lot of Sonia bias. Um, <laughs> you will be hearing from me because she's she's a top five lady for me always. Like I just, I love, I that. just love her because because to me of the fact that she's always just been so like she's just not mean. Like anything, she, ugh, I just love her. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll end it there. Anyway, they're lots I, of cute. Well, I want to say, though, I think it's really interesting that Sonia's complaint about Kelly is the same that Bethany's complaint was. Yes. And I think that this is very telling that Kelly lives in Kelly world. And I know that's something that they, like, called out in the season two, like, reunion. And it's something that, like, they hearken back to. But I just thought that was really interesting. Another example of Kelly just writing off other women. That is, doesn't Ramona say something like, oh, Kelly doesn't remember women or something yeah. like that, she says. But that's what I'm saying. You hear Sonia's claim, and you're like, is that even true? And then you realize it's the exact same thing that Bethany had said. And then you're like, I guess they did have parties on their boat in St. Bart's and would see Kelly. And then you're like, oh, I guess it is true. Yeah, so, I mean, it has to be. I don't, I don't doubt that it is. Agree. Then we go over to Kelly. Oh, God. I mean, she's with her daughters. <laughs> I always like her scenes with her daughters. But I swear to God, I don't think she's ever made pancakes before a day in her life. Oh, it was so horrible to watch. It was, that is exactly why I don't like kid scenes. I was just like, this is pointless. Like, yeah, it's it one pointless. of those moments stupid. where you're like, did you just meet this child? Is this the first time you're ever feeding this child? It felt like it. Also, this might be a me thing. I've made pancakes many times. I've never put eggs in the batter of my pancakes. Oh, really? I feel like maybe it's just always by Bisquick, and it's just like, just add water. Oh. But I have no memory of ever needing eggs for pancake mix. I feel like I have. It's very possible that I just buy the crap one that just needs, you know, <laughs> water. But I just was like, eggs in the... And then the, the way she's like... She just has no idea what she's doing in the kitchen. No, she burns pancakes for her children. That's what I wrote. I was like, it was the longest throwaway scene ever. Because it, it went on for a very long you, time. Pancakes tell you when they're done. When they start bubbling, yeah. then you flip them. That's it. It's yeah. like the simplest of all. Like, it's so easy to burn so many other things. But literally just watch it, and then it tells you 
And the kids seemed underwhelmed to be getting pancakes. They were kind of just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I feel like you could have thrown them literally anything and they would have been fine. In a world of pancakes, French toast, and waffles, what's your your ranking? I think it's pancakes, waffles, French toast. Oh, my God. I'm exactly the same. (laughs) I love pancakes. Like, love them. Now, if there's, like, a croque monsieur or a croque madame happening, that changes everything. Because French toast is part of that, and that makes it amazing. All right. I'll give you, I'll give you that. I'm not, like, big into the ham uh, aspect that's of that. Fair. That's but, fair. But pancakes, man, like, when as a kid, always at the diner, like, the silver dollars. Like, that's still... Oh, yeah. Like, like pancakes are such an indulgent but, like, savor breakfast of mine. Yeah. I agree. I have gluten-free pancake mix on hand pretty much yeah. always. We also have a waffle maker that we registered for when we got married, and my mom was like, you will never use it, and Derek and I often make waffles and have mm-hmm. used that waffle maker many times. So I do like our homemade waffles. Do you call Those them are... spite waffles? Do you, like, take photos and send them to your mom, and you're like, look, no, I used it again? my sweet great aunt was the one who bought me that waffle maker. So we oh, I would definitely screw with my mom and be like, look, I did it again. <laughs> I think probably, like, the first year we moved, because all of our wedding gifts had to stay at my parents' house for, like, two years when we lived in the city, because we had no... So when we moved to Pennsylvania, I didn't even know what we had gotten, because it had been... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Two years of everything sitting in a box in my childhood bedroom and I was oh like, oh, my God, God, we got a waffle maker? <laughs> and then she's like, you'll never use it. We do. Especially during COVID when we had all the time in the world. Oh, nothing yeah. to do on weekends. Many waffles were made. But so, I still would pick pancakes. It's you know who doesn't have room for a waffle maker? Luann. Because she's nope. looking at apartments in New York City. She, well, I, you know, my favorite thing that just happened right now what? is that you just skipped over an entire Ramona and Avery scene, but it was so boring. There's nothing to even oh, discuss. Avery was being of... a little bitch about being Ramona's bridesmaid. Also, it annoyed me that Avery ordered something that wasn't even on the menu. Oh, that's right. She just like yeah. made something up, and it wasn't like a oh, can I have eggs and bacon type of thing. It was like some focaccia bread she wanted with like specific toppings. She's like, it's not on the menu. I was like. You would, you would, but there, nothing happens. The only thing that makes me really sad in the moment is Ramona says she loves Mario more today yeah. than the day she married him, and every, it just breaks my heart every time. I, I will get, say she... though, like looking at Avery's face during that scene, I don't even feel like Avery believes that. 
That's the thing. I don't even know if I believe Ramona or not, but I pretty much do. And I think just, I think Ramona's telling herself that. that yes. I think yes. Ramona wants to believe that. I love the believer. The more you have to tell people you're in love, the less in love you actually are. I don't know. The only thing that doesn't hold true with that is, like, I talk about how much I love my dog all the time. Well, dogs are different. <laughs> well, you have to talk about your Well, she's the other. only thing I really love. <laughs> so, and housewives. That and housewives. <laughs> I got that. Oh, um, I should say, in the context of significant others, if you have to tell people constantly oh, yeah. that you were so in love, we know how that often turns out. Lisa and Lenny in last season oh, of my Miami. God. But that was so painful because she would be like, we're so in love, right? And you'd be like, what? Huh? Yeah. Sure. What? Maybe. <laughs> like, so um, yes. So Luann is apartment shopping. They do this awkward, like, pretend run-in with Kelly on the street. Which is very obviously, like, I was like, why couldn't you just say? So obviously it wasn't just a random run-in. Yeah. I wish they would just say, like, this is Kelly's neighborhood, so I asked her to come look at this apartment with me. And so Kelly goes up with them to the apartment in her hood, and it is Luann's nightmare, and it's 7.5 thousand? Yeah, (laughs) 7,500. It's in the Lower East Side. And my favorite line that Luann said is, I'm so amazed at how little you get for the price you pay. And I'm like, welcome to New York City and supporting yourself. Also, you're looking at an apartment that's $7,500 a month. But, like, like, that's the thing that I'm kind of like, Lou, even rich people talk about that. I think she had not a clue the cost of any of her bills for even um, any moment. Well, it's pretty obvious because she then sees a beautiful building in Midtown East. They said it was Midtown, but it was um, Madison Avenue. So to me, that's Midtown East. Terrible area, though. I was like, what is she living in Kipps Bay? Like, why would she? Why would they even look at anything there? It was a cool structure. I really did. Like, it was like a funky architectural building. Yeah, but that one was $14,000 a month. No and doorman. No doorman, which is insane for $14,000 a month. Yeah, and especially in that area, too. Oh, that's such a terrible area. I was shocked by that price. It didn't tell us how many bedrooms and bathrooms there was, but still. It looked like there were about three. The thing that made it expensive, and it was gorgeous, is there's um, floor-to-ceiling windows in the living room, and then that those windows open up to this beautiful balcony, and the balcony is quite sizable as well. Like, there were multiple pieces of furniture on that balcony. Yeah. Like, there was, like, a couch. There was, like, a dining table. Like, you could really entertain on that balcony, and but it was pretty. And it opened it up to the living room. Like, as someone who loves to entertain, I was like, I would have had so many parties there. What person who could spend $14,000 that was going to want to live in a building with no amenities and no doorman? Yeah, I agree. I mean, if I'm paying that, I want a gym. I want a doorman. I want. I, I don't know if people under if you don't live in New York City like truly understand the like the doorman aspect of it. Yeah, I find the doorman to be like a doorman's for safety, for security. They sign packages. Packages like that's they, a big one. Taxis like. Yeah. It, it it's it's a big deal the doorman building because you have some and. 
for someone to charge fourteen thousand dollars for an Andor man. Like I especially said, I in that area is. too. Because she was looking at seventy five hundred and then fourteen thousand. I'm like, what is your budget? And the man, so she has a real estate agent, and then a guy who like. I guess is also a real estate agent, but he he's also... an interior designer. Oh, okay. So she brings her interior designer, who's very, like, fabulously flamboyant, and but also is just like, oh, this bathroom looks like a prison. Like, uh, yeah. what is this a hotel? Like, oh my god, this this window is facing a brick wall. I'm oh, like, I looked in the courtyard where there was trash. So when Luann sees that her window faces a brick wall. And how, like, upset she gets by it. I had a friend who lived right by Central Park, had a penthouse apartment, and it was like, there was, it was a, it was a nice building. It wasn't like an amazing building. It was an older building. But she, one of her windows faced a brick wall, but the belt, the apartment was so cool. And I just kept thinking like, what if all of a sudden she was just like, ugh. A brick wall in one room. <laughs> like, that's just not something you would ever do in New York. No, no. That, that is for sure. It's like location. And I love that she basically contests, like, yeah, I'll probably end up back on the Upper East Side. Which yeah. it is more for, you do get more for your money up there than these other neighborhoods she's looking in. Yeah. She decided for 14, that she's. imagine what you could get in the Upper East Side. Wait, I'm sorry, what? I said for 14000 imagine what you could get on the Upper East Side. Oh, so much room. You could probably so get another townhouse, and that's what she really wants. Like, I'm just like, you just want a townhouse, Lou. You're <laughs> a Billy Joel girl. You're an uptown gal. <laughs> um, then we go to Jill's condo. Yep, and I love that she calls them a bed family. That was really cute. She's working on the book in the bed, and her family does that, and I keep joking with Derek that, like, our baby's going to be a bed baby because, mm-hmm. like, I love to lay in bed. Literally, mm-hmm. I'm literally in bed right now as we're recording this. <laughs> uh, I should, as, as if you want to know, I'm such a bed person. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to get the baby out of their room and then just bring him into our bed. Like, uh, yeah, that's normal. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm a bed person completely. So I get it. I, I'm not. I'm a horrible sleeper. So I try really only to sleep in bed. But I am starting to, to learn how to nap. And uh, I enjoy napping in my bed. Like, even when I wake up, I don't get out of bed. I could lay in bed for, like, three more hours and be fine. Oh, you'd love my dog, Tina Turner. She, like, literally groans when I try and get her out of bed. She's like, why? Why would you leave this? Yeah, some people, like, love to get up and get going. I could not be more opposite. Leave me here till 12 o'clock, and I'm fine. Oh, I get up as soon as the sun rises. I'm a neurotic person. I'm not sleeping till 12, but I love to lay in bed. Yeah. As long as possible. My stomach doesn't allow me to either, but that's too much information. Oh, I'll anyway. get up and pee, and then I'll just get back in bed. I'll get up oh. and let the dog out, and then I'll just get back in bed. No. Once I'll once I'm up, I have to start doing things, because then my brain's just like, what are you doing? No, I don't. Yeah, I've never had that. Or, like, I will have my coffee in bed. Or Derek learned from Andrea, and he brings me coffee in bed sometimes. He also is a bed person too, so it's really terrible that we both just like. <laughs> your bed's gonna be your your baby's gonna be a bed baby for Definitely. sure. Definitely, we will be Jill's Aaron's family. That's that's for sure. We also learned so, that Jill's a horrible cook because she makes soup, and the only people that eat her soup are her and Ginger. Yeah, which well, is her dog. Yeah. So 
Then we get a little night out of Sonia, Luann, and Kelly. Mm-hmm. And I love this little trio. But it's a very interesting trio. Like, the weirdest, like, undercutting mean things to each other. Oh, for sure. Very catty, but, like, no one's engaging in the catty things. Well, but no one's th- taking the bait and being like, I can't believe you just said that to me. Yes. To me, the basic. So they walk in, and Sonia immediately starts talking about how um, she might maybe start taking Adderall to lose weight. Because everyone who she knows is losing weight because they're on Adderall. And then Kelly goes, oh, you mean like Ramona? Which I could not believe she said that. Yeah. I was and like. And then they start talking about Ramona probably. taking like Percocet. And I, you know I have been saying without saying that I have always felt there's something there with that. Well, she said Prozac, I thought. Oh, maybe it's Prozac. I don't know much drugs very well. So. But like, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, and then. Also, Lou says that Kelly isn't the type to do meds, which I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I've had a lot of friends who have had pill addictions, and they're just like, you know, it's really easy. And they just like do the pill popping motion. And it's just (laughs) like, it's just, it's, it's a drug of convenience. I think that like, even if you don't seem like somebody who needs drugs, I think a lot of people are pill people. Like, I don't think there's, I, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't think there's any certain person. I think anyone could be a pill person if they try. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, guys. Don't, Please don't, don't li- let your kids listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> don't do drugs. Then um, they talk about Max again. And yeah. Kelly says she's never slept with Max. And Sonya's like, well, what was the point of him then? <laughs> then Kelly says she wants more babies. And Luann is like shocked by this yes. statement. And then she goes, I know why, Kelly, because you're such a child. Mm-hmm. Ick. I couldn't believe I was like, oh, Luann, you just, I'm constantly reminded of why I have never really loved Luann, because she just constantly does things that, like that. Then Tony asked Kelly if her husband cheated. Oh, yeah, that was like, something. Well, the way it comes up is, like, first Sonia's talking about, like, sex, and she's like, I wish that more people... Like, divorcees were honest about having sex because sex keeps you young. It's great. And she's like, who doesn't want a man? Um, I want a man, a married man that doesn't cheat. But Kelly first asks Sonia, oh, did your husband cheat? And Sonia throws it back to Kelly being like, did your husband cheat? And both of them are kind of just like, I can't believe you would ask that. Yeah. And I'm just like, you all had rich husbands. They all cheated. Like, that's just the way I assume. Yeah, I don't know why she's, like, so deeply offended by it, but... I thought it was also well known that all of their husbands had cheated. Oh, my God, my dog's snoring. Oh, I heard that, Tina. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, guys. She had a long day at daycare. (laughs) None None of them will cop to it, but pretty sure they all got cheated on, unfortunately. Um... But I also, there's also rumors that Sonia cheated. I wouldn't be shocked if Luann cheated. So I, I think. Well, there was the rumors that they had an open marriage. Yeah. And I think so... she does say that at some point, that she's just like, yeah, but it was no one's business. Like uh-huh. open doesn't mean that everyone needs to know that you have an open bi- uh, marriage. Um, and then we go to the Gotham party. Can I just say again, though, yeah. when they leave, so they're like, oh, our table's ready. 
and they leave the bar that they're sitting at to go to their table. They had food in front of them, and they just left it. They bring their drinks, but there's a bunch of food. And again, this is something that I notice all the time with Housewives, where I'm just like, take your freaking food. <laughs> like, there are starving people <laughs> on those sidewalks. Anyway, neither here nor there. The Gotham Magazine, part of we go, the final event of the, of the episode. episode. And it starts off with Kelly and Ramona, like, fighting on the red carpet. Oh, my God. Because we, like, completely ignored that we ended the previous episode with the Kodak party. But it comes back. Oh, my God. I got to use... Oh, my God. This is so random, but I just remembered. I got to use my favorite word, antiquated, at work today. (gasps) Yay! And I was so excited. (laughs) Were you like, is it... That's like Kodak. It's so antiquated. Um, The way that students have to fill out the common application for college, which is what you use if you're, like transferring like they go to temple Mm -hmm. or they go somewhere and then they want to transfer they use the common app and it's like it's like a printed out piece of paper it's very antiquated Mm -hmm. and i don't understand why it's not and i got to use it because another person at work was asking me questions about it and i was like oh it's super antiquated and i was like oh my favorite word (laughs) i was so excited to use it especially coming off the the other episode i was gonna test you about it but i was like also watching this so i was like i can't i can't do it and also I worked today, I met someone who went to Hampton University, and what do you think was, like, going off in my head? Oh, you're just a hoe from Hampton University, a la Karen Huger on Potomac. Because really? Because, unfortunately, no. She said that to Giselle when they were having their, like, hot box conversation. Oh, that's right. She called her a hoe from Hampton. I'm like, oh, God, that's oh, so God. awful that that's what I connect in my head now. But anyway, Kelly and Ramona are fighting on the red carpet. Yep. Ramona it's doesn't like, get it. She doesn't get it. It's like half her. Ramona's like, whatever. I was hot. I told her to shut up. It's fine. Yeah. Move on. But then everyone also gives Kelly shit for having a short dress, which I'm like, can you guys just not? Like. Well, then they. Alex looks outstanding in this outfit she has. This is one of my favorite looks she's ever had. Oh, really? I, that's so funny that I didn't write about it. I usually I love do. it. It was just like a super short sparkly her hair looked great her makeup looked great they all were wearing very tiny outfits that night to this party well i mean it's the hot 100 single men in new york you might as well look great true then we learned did you know mario speaks fluent italian no but it was amazing that this is not the first time this is not the last time rather that lou will speak a different language on camera and think that they won't subtitle it. <laughs> like, yeah, so they start going at it to... in Italian about the tennis match, or not the tennis match, about the countless thing from, Which like, episode one. I forgot that, that even happened. <laughs> yeah. I literally had moved on. That was done episode two. I forgot. So much has happened since then. I was like, I can't even believe you would Feels like again, years Luan. ago. Yeah. You would. And her and Mario have it out. Not, like, in a bad way have it out. Just, like... They, they definitely go back resolve, and forth, yeah. But in Italian, and I was so impressed. Yeah. I thought also this was the first time they had all the ladies together. Like, all of them were there, including Sonia at this event. And Bethany does make a comment about how they're all scantily dressed. She's like, what is it, a sale on half-off body, body parts? What is this? Like, oh, she loves that wit. It is funny sometimes. I'll give her that, though. Um, so the second Bethany gets there, Jill, Jill runs. literally runs away. And it's like, I, uh, I just, the, 
I'm speechless because I just can't understand where Jill's coming from with her Jill lack of ability. Jill needs therapy because Jill doesn't have healthy relationships with friends, especially women, because she was quote unquote mean girl as a kid. But I also think that she's always been a pushy person and maybe people were mean because she was being very pushy. <laughs> Yeah. But I just feel like if she examined herself a little bit more, she wouldn't be running away from people, you know? <laughs> yeah, like she literally bolts. And I'm like, your last interaction, you were the terrible one in yeah. it. And now you're the one running as if it was Bethany who was terrible. Yep. So then Lou and Jill and Kelly are all talking. They're all talking about off to the side, how awkward it is, how uncomfortable she is. And then Kelly literally calls Jason over. And Jill is so awkward and, like, hugs Jason and says congrats. And Well, you forgot that they mentioned that she's married. She, like, or not married. She's engaged. Because that's, like, the thing, too, is, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all finding out that she's engaged. They find out that she's engaged. And Kelly finds out and tells Jill. And Jill immediately wants to go home. Like, Jill is, like, you can see in her face she's upset. She's worried. She doesn't know how to handle it. And she just runs even further. <laughs> and yeah. they're like... And then when Jason came over, he did say something nice at the end. He asks mm-hmm. Jill about Bobby, and he's very pleasant to her, which he has no reason to be. No, I feel like they it's their interaction with Jason is very weird, too, because it feels like Lou, Kelly, and Jill don't really have a lot of interactions with him. So it was like, oh, great, you're married to our friend. You're getting married to our friend. Cool. Um, also, I noted Bethany had wine in her hand, mm-hmm. so she was deaf somehow hiding it, which um, I only had to do that one time, and luckily we had people at the house, and we had made mojitos, and Derek was in charge of that, so he was making me virgin mojitos. Nice. But you know what is the way that I said people should do it, is like have like a beer or a white claw, mm-hmm. go into the bathroom, dump it out, and then fill it with water. Because you can't see what's in there. Like, no one's going to notice. Oh, in the can. In the can. Like, if you get a can, you know, obviously they're in a bar. That's not as easy. Should have gone vodka soda and then just asked for soda water with, like, limes in it. Like, you know, yeah. you got to. Wine is too conspicuous. Yeah, I know. Not at events, the right choice. At events, if I don't want to drink, but I don't want people to be like, why aren't you drinking? I often will get soda and a lime. Yeah, yeah, and it's not a weird thing to order or anything like that, so I thought it was interesting that she, not, not, I did not think she was drinking by any means, just I noticed that she was, like, cheersing with it, and I was like, I wonder if anyone noticed, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's, oh, that's always the first tell. Oh, of, for sure. Of something, go- especially Bethany, to not drink. Well, Jill is upset and had no idea that Bethany was going to get engaged, and she's hurt because she makes it about her. Of course. And so and she he, runs to find Jill, Bobby. It was all about optics. Yeah. It's like, oh, I look, I look stupid. I mm-hmm. look this way. And it's like, you're looking this way because you're running away. No one chased you off. No one, like, she just makes the situation worse because and then it gets worse at the end of the night. Well, Simon tries to save her. He's like, hey, you should really go back and say hi to her. Like, she got engaged. And she's just like... I can't even believe Simon's trying. And I wrote, like, I was like, I think he's actually trying to be really nice and, like, give you the optical bone that you want, almost. Like, yeah, I agree. Here, I here's what Simon's you should advice. do, you know? Like, and uh, so she, um, 
she runs into Bethany outside. And like you said, it just gets so much worse. Because Bethany can't handle it. She's just so overwhelmed. And she's just, she was cold. And Jill says she was cold as ice. And I mean, she looks so, Jill keeps saying, oh, I wanted to wait for Bobby to come over so we could say congrats together. I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, you just needed him there because you were like scared. And then what is the only thing Jill points out? The Mm -hmm. ring, the ring. It's so big. The ring is so big. Oh my God, Jason, the ring, the ring, the ring. Bethany's like, that's it. That's all. The whole situation of being, she didn't Mm -hmm. ask, how did he propose? What did he do? And Bethany clocks all of that. And Bethany is like, she's literally only happy. The only time she said she was happy was when when she saw the ring. And it's just like... She didn't ask, like, how are you doing? Are you excited? Like, it was nothing personal about the situation. All she focused on was how big the ring was. I mean, and do I think that Jill is intrinsically, like, someone who's only materialistic? I actually don't. I think that Jill was awkward in that moment. And she's just like... What do I say? What a great ring. Because I do think, like, if you're not crazy about the marriage or if you don't know the person, it is always easy to be like, look at that ring, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but then it's still, then the next one, how did he do it? Where did yeah. he do it? Like, yeah. she didn't, were you surprised? Mm-hmm. Jason, how long did you plan this for? Like, there's so many questions, and we know Jill is very good at asking questions. But don't tell right me you couldn't now. think of any, cause Clearly, she didn't know any information at this point. Well, that was the end of the episode. I, like I said, it was a filler, but I enjoyed all of it, except for the pancakes and the Avery. (laughs) Yes. But that, that I would agree with as well. um, Yeah, that was, it was a filler, but it still had a nice spicy ending. I'll give it that. Well, Thank you all for listening. We will be back next Wednesday with an all new episode of this show while we rewatch an <laughs> old episode of an older show. <laughs> and yes, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, DM Sue and I anytime. Oh, yes, please. Especially if we say things wrong or get things wrong. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. we can't ever go back and edit the podcast at that point. I mean, but... I can barely edit it the way it is now, gang. <laughs> but I like to know if we do. I don't mind being called out when we do things wrong. So feel free to do that. And we love you. And thank you so much for being here. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.